Scott with SGWellfire.com. Final days report, February 4th, calling this podcast, is the vaccine the mark of the beast? Is the COVID-19 vaccine the mark of the beast? I have some good news if you've taken this, and I have a lot of bad news and things to think about. If you're watching this and you've taken this, pray, rebuke what you've done in the name of Jesus Christ, but let's get into it. So ultimately, they got to get rid of cash, and I actually get on my RSS news feed any article that has the word cashless in it, and it's overwhelming the propaganda to get rid of cash. So a couple articles, government issued digital currency could be the coin of the future. Government issued digital currency could be the coin of the future. That is going to be a train wreck when they actually have government central bank controlled digital wallets. They'll be able to peek into your account, take money whenever they want. If you're not a good citizen, take money, penalize you, just wipe out your bank account altogether. And they're using the vaccine passport as part of this digital central bank currency. It's part of this great reset and it's wicked. Here's another article. A cashless society is eminent. Oh, it is. Here's what we can expect for live events. Goody. It's just, it's a freak show. How contactless payments will help booster the economy. How the heck will contactless payments help boost the economy? Stop with the COVID-19 scam pandemic and let us just go out and spend our money. Exploring the grow, growing list of countries, which indicates that cash may become obsolete. It's all by design. When cash is gone, you're flat out a slave, period. So laying the foundation as well for the mark of the beast, this was an article that went viral. Let's read COVID passport microtrip developer says chipping humans is happening, whether we like it or not. And there's truth in this. You're being chipped with the COVID-19 vaccine and we'll prove it. The plan is to transform healthcare on a global scale and a picture that was associated with some of these articles. And it might've been just somebody was trying to actually find a microchip. It's old school 80 style technology. That's bigger than the size of a piece of rice of a rice grain. They have nanotech chipping capability that will show that does not have to be this big. So get this grain of rice big grain of rice out of your head as a, as a microchip. I just don't see it. It's a psyop, my friends. And again, none of us should be taking vaccines ever again. The research I've done, did HIV spread from a vaccine in Africa and the homosexual community? Absolutely. Wicked, wicked genocide trying to sterilize the people of Africa. And there's some paperwork going back to the 70s of their policy to actually try to reduce the world's population. So it's not just Bill Gates. It's a playbook from the Club of Rome, our government, all of them. Even back in the early 1900s, smallpox death by vaccine, that uh, podcast we did, that playbook as well. And again, I, I like to actually talk about the inventor, Jonas Salk, of the polio vaccine. Since 1961 resulted, polio cases were all from oral polio vaccines. And we know what happened in India. The government kicked out the Gates Foundation and some other heavy hitters to say, stop actually giving our kids polio. It was just unbelievable. It makes you sick. The, the wicked poisons that are in these things, you're, they shock your immune system. They don't give you natural antibodies. I think it's false, false in nature. This is a poison program. Make us sick and then treat us with medication. It's brilliant if you're evil. It's flat out from the pit of hell. But let's talk about mRNA vaccine. Just another data point on how toxic this nefarious bioweapon is. Michael Palmer, MD, he goes on to say, I watched this video. This technology of mRNA vaccines is a technology designed to poison people. Bingo, they are working on lots more mRNA vaccines for other things besides COVID-19. This, this is my considered opinion as a medical doctor working in biochemistry, teaching pharmacology and toxicology. This 
guy has some heavy hitting stripes. What exactly are they trying to do? Well, it's the fourth industrial revolution or the transhumanism agenda that is total beast tech. This is a beast tech play, my friends. So this is from the UK website, government website. The fourth industrial revolution is of scale, speed, and complexity that is unprecedented. It's characterized by the fusion of technologies such as artificial intelligence, gene editing, tick, 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 mRNA technology, and advanced robotics, and blurring the lines between the physical, digital, and biological worlds. They said it a different way. They want to turn you into computers, hive mind, lose your free will, be able to understand your thoughts. This is an absolute nightmare. This is 1984 on steroids. Klaus Schwab, right? Many people that are awake know him. Let's read him from the World Economic Forum. He describes this fourth industrial revolution. Can We can intrude into the hitherto private space of our minds, reading our thoughts, and influencing our behavior. Get his book. It just shows this demonic Nazi Bolshevik plan. Here he was at the World Economic Forum, fusion of our physical, digital, biological identity. Sounds like the UK website, design for the future, redesign your brain and body. And oh, by the way, government can help manage this whole protocol, this whole evolution or evolution. It ultimately is Satan trying to be omnipresent like God. But here's more bad news if you've taken this vaccine. Ultimately, I think it's the fourth beast rising that Daniel described. So let's read in the fourth kingdom shall be strong as iron for as much as iron breaketh in pieces and subdueth all things. And as iron breaketh all things, shall it break in pieces and bruise. And whereas thou sawest the feet and the toes, part of the potter's clay, clay to me are humans and part of iron, the kingdom shall be divided, but there shall be in it of the strength of iron for as much as thou sawest the iron mixed with miry clay and clay, I think are humans. And as the toes and the feet were part of iron and part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. Hmm. And whereas thou sawest the iron mixed with mirely clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. Who shall mingle them with the, mingle themselves with the seed of men? Are these the fallen ones? Is this Nephilim DNA? But they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with iron clay. We're going to prove they're mixing graphene in you, my friends. And if you haven't seen the podcast, I did evidence the first seal is opened. When you look at the word bow, the Greek lexicon, it's poison. And then you look at coronavirus, it's toxic crown. And then we have evidence from the insurance industry that many, many people are dying. I think the first seal has been broken. And white horse is deception, right? Here comes the white horse. Unbelievable, my friend. So let's get into it. More bad news if you've been vaccinated because folks, you're being tracked. You are a number. But it's wild. This is wild. They they are actually giving you a number, like cattle, like sheep. Just gets worse and worse. Stick with it if you've taken it. I think there's hope, though, in the end. All of the vaccines tested, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, Janssen, and Moderna, contain exclusively nanotechnology. La Quinta scientists have found nanorouters, which emit MAC addresses that can be registered with Bluetooth wireless technology, just by using your own mobile phone and the help of an app. We've seen this confirmed dozens of times on TikTok, BitChute, and other social media platforms, where the Bluetooth on people's phones is offering to link up to one of these companies when in the vicinity of those who have taken the injections and boosters. We've seen electronic devices in automobiles, 
and even televisions trying to link up to the exact same big pharma mac address device as the phones do when those who are injected get near them a french research team stopped random volunteers passing by in a park asking them if they had been vaccinated or not and splitting them into groups of vaccinated and non-vaccinated they were tested with their laptops Bluetooth and the vaccinated were registering an unnamed Mac address as each were called near from the field. Track. The researchers said what is generating it they do not know but it is not natural it is against nature a person should not emit a code. Normally Bluetooth devices have a name on them so you know which one you want to connect to. But now, when you go into a crowded public place and turn on your Bluetooth, all of these anonymous unnamed MAC addresses suddenly show up. It does not take Sherlock Holmes and Watson to figure out where these signals are coming from. In this parking lot, only one phone device and the stereo from a Ford EcoSport show up on the Bluetooth. But once inside the building, they are both still there. Then suddenly, all of these anonymous devices appear out of nowhere and as the number of devices are counted against the number of people there again we don't need Matlock or Colombo to tell us what's really going on here and it's not just MAC addresses and Bluetooth either modern smartphones can scan QR codes and open links or even show UPC or universal product codes but they can also scan traditional barcodes like store scanners and show you the universal product code as seen here. A universal product code is unique to every product. Human beings are not meant to be products on a grocery store shelf. So it should be alarming to find out that many people who have taken. So if you're just listening. What he's showing is somebody took a cell phone and scanned somebody's arm and then a number shows up. Crazy. These injections have been assigned their own unique product code, no different than livestock. People are laughing about it. Any injected person laughing about this doesn't yet fully understand the gravity of their situation. And if you've done this to yourself, do not fear. There is a way to test and remedy your situation. If a smartphone picks up a UPC code at your injection site, you can use a strong magnet to find the exact location of the graphene nanochip. You will see it bulge out of the skin like this. Mark it with a pen, cut it open, and take it out. It will be black, about the size of a small grain of rice, and highly magnetic. It's tiny. The scientists have now found nano antennas and plasmonic antennas in the vacuum. I got to tell you, I think they can even make them smaller with the research I've done besides what was just shown there vaccines for the amplification of these signals they have also identified nano rectennas which act as rectifier bridges of alternating and direct current 
They've also found codecs, which are devices capable of performing transformations on a data stream or signal, and also certain logic gates, which are small digital electronic devices that compute binary functions like and, or, not, true, false, less than, greater than, equal to, etc. Used for the encryption of these nanocommunications emitted from the vaccinated individual to a remote network server. All right, so let's let's double back. Why are they doing this? This is a slide I've used before. Ultimately, it's transhumanism. It's a hive mind. It's controlism. It's not fascism, capitalism, communism. It's controlism. So you'll be programmed. You'll have DNA corruption. You will not have control or be considered a human. You'll lose your human rights. I actually researched patent law that really stems from genetically modified organisms for seeds. They're defiling the temple of God as the days of Noah. So it's an abomination, right? Abomination of desolation. That's you. So when the Antichrist comes on and, say, and says, I am God, you can live forever. I think we, we need to think a little bit deeper because you're the temple of God, right? If, if the Antichrist is in some temple that's not holy to the Lord, does that even matter? And if you survive this genocide, this depopulation, transhumanism, you'll be, again, tied into this AI God, this AI think tank. The Bill Tracky, we just showed that. And ultimately, I think they're going to take away your free will, especially once you worship Lucifer. I think there's another step to this that we'll get into scripture of worshiping the image. Then it'll be 100% lights out for you. But folks, this is just not good <laughs> at all. And when you dive into that Microsoft patent 666, they want to make you do said task and turn basically human capitalism. Will you do the task? Will you go dig the ditch to get paid your Bitcoin, your central bank digital wallet coin? Are you actually being compliant? You know, are you doing the said task that was given to you? I mean, it's just, it's just so wickedly brilliant. If you want to rule the world, if you're Satan, if you just hate God's creation, it's pretty amazing on, on a wicked scale. But here's more bad news if you've taken this. As the days of Noah, really, to me, this is about gene corruption. And let's read Matthew 24 of what Jesus tried to warn the saints of his second coming. So that's part of the good news. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. That's what Jesus said. So what happened in the days of Noah? Well, let's read Genesis 6, 9. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generation, meaning his genes were not corrupted. Wasn't, doesn't mean all everybody in his family was perfect and God-fearing. No way. And Noah walked with God. Noah did, but also his generations were perfect. DNA corruption with this mRNA technology, it's off the charts, my friends. And then the fallen ones, right? This alien agenda, really, those are just the fallen angels that rebelled against God. There were giants on the earth in those days. And also after that, the sons of God came in onto them, the daughters of men, and they bear children to them. And they ended up having freaks with six toes. Their genes were, were awful, were tainted, were not of God. And the same became mighty men, which were of old. Mighty men isn't a good thing. It means these were just 14, 12, you know, even some people have said up to 35 feet tall and just check out is the Bible real? That podcast we did, the cover up by the Smithsonian of these giants because they need evolution or evolution to be believable. That makes you not believe in God or the Bible. They're called men of renown, Genesis 6, 4. Now here's where it even gets more wicked if you've taken this vaccine. Why I say you've got to pray and rebuke this in the name of Jesus Christ is the, the actual pro, the uh, podcast I did programmed, you've been programmed for many years. 
there must have been a hundred of hundred patents on technology that was disclosed on being programmed from EMF waves to music to the television. Think of what they have now with 5G and this nanotech that they've jacked into you. And then this was nefarious proof of remote brain control. This was 10 years ago. And again, it's old. And it was what was disclosed to a military school by some, I thought the dude seemed wicked. I was like, hey, we can actually plant thoughts in your head. Well, if they've got you jacked with nanotech that we just showed, what can they do? And so are you on the verge of losing your free will? It's a serious question, my friends. And that dream I had government workers in the shot, check that out. God warned me not to take this vaccine and to blow the whistle before they actually started forcing government workers to take the shot. And the last one, banned video by telecom. I recently just did this about genetically modified soldiers where there's evidence that these people were just zombies, just fighting ruthlessly. I mean, out of control. And then again, the podcast we did, what did Alexa know? And Amazon know about zombie, the zombie apocalypse. That one's kind of funny. But the more I think about that podcast, it just makes me think. And so here is where the, the word of God is just so amazing. And this is Revelation 18, when Babylon's destroyed. But it makes me think exactly with the first seal as well, that something nefarious is going on with sorcery. And sorcery means Barmakia, witchcraft and poison. So let's read in the light of the candle shall shine no more at all in thee and the voice of the bridegroom, that's Christ and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. And grant, this is talking about when Babylon's destroyed for thy merchants were the great men of the earth. Think of Bill Gates and these billionaires pushing this nonsense for by their sorceries, by their pharmacia, were all nations deceived with this one world government. And in her was found the blood of the prophets and of the saints. I know a lot of saints that took this vaccine and of all that were slain upon the earth. It's wicked. It's wicked. It's wicked. And so let's summarize the fourth beast system of messing with Meyerly clay that I think are humans trying to mix the seed of men you can just see the system that is popping up. Lucifer wants to be omnipresent. Klaus Schwab or Klaus Satan said he wants to be able to read your thoughts, right? This fourth industrial revolution, this transhumanism, and people are tracked. They're flat out tracked, period. Now let's read the Mark of the Beast in Revelation 13. And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the beast, which had a wound by the sword and did live. So I think that's to come. And he had the power to give life on the image of the beast. I think this is going to be some sort of AI technology, hologram technology. If you check out my Antichrist dream, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. So here's the key word where I don't think that this is 100% the mark of the beast. I think it's beast tech. I think there's danger. You're going to lose your free will. I think God's going to depart from you. Potentially, you might have shut off your consciousness to him. But there has to be a worship portion of this. And he causes all, both great and small, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive the mark on their right hand or in their foreheads mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And when you get shot with the stuff, this stuff travels. It goes all throughout your body and no man might buy or sell save that he had the mark 
or the name of the beast and the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understand count the number of the beast for it's the number of a man and his number is 603 score and six. Just interesting, the number of man. Well, we just saw a ton of people have numbers. Let's continue reading. And I saw the thrones and they set upon them and the judgment that was given upon them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God in which had not worshiped the beast. So there's a worship portion of this, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. So it, there appears to be this worship portion, obviously, that has not taken place. Let's continue reading. A third angel followed them saying with a loud voice, if any man worship the beast in his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, and the same shall drink the wine of wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of indignation and the tormented fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the lamb and the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever. And they have no rest day nor night. I mean, it sounds wicked who worship the beast and his image and whoso receiveth the mark of his name. Here's patience. Patience, I heard one pastor say, persecution. Here's some persecution. You know, we'll, patience, when you dive deep into that word, we've got, we're going to be persecuted. We're going to be trial. There's going to be tribulation with that word patience of the saints, Revelation 14. But check this picture out. If you're listening, you got to check it out. Just this nanotech. I mean, it is absolutely wild. It's this network system, carbon nanotubes, derivatives, graphene quantum dots, hydrogel swimmers, fractal graphene nanometers, Nano routers, codec and nano inter nano inter interface, nano nodes, hydrogel swimmers, nano controllers. I mean, I'll put a link below where a guy actually really covers this very well. You know, he's the same author of the video I just played. But what's this all about? This transhumanism, this beast, this fourth beast system. They want to make human livestock out of you and new markets. They're going to actually bet: Will this person do the said task? They'll have you be the worker bees to do this, the ditch digging, to clean things. You'll own nothing and like it. You are going to be just a slave to the system and have to do the said task to make sure that you survive. And if you're not a good controlism, communist, Satanist, Luciferian, then they'll just cut, cut you off, flat out cut you off. But I'm not even sure if you'll have the free will to actually make that choice. Again, I think there's a worship element to it. And as I mentioned before, Dr. Liber, he was arrested by the FBI when you actually go dive deep into the research, it's pretty amazing. Just reading a couple of things from his website, schematic of kinked nanowire, nano FET sensor probing the interior of a cell. And so it shows this tech piercing a cell. You cannot make this stuff up. And here's this mini computer that we just saw in the video. Let's actually just go and peruse his site a little bit here on this biotech. I mean, it's just wild. And, and I heard somebody speculate that, that he was arrested to make sure that the FBI gets control of his technology, not just share it with, with China. You know, who knows where the truth lies. But biosensing, nanoelectronic probes for electrical recording, cyborg tissue. Oh, that sounds nice. You've got to check out his technology. They are so far advanced of what they're telling us. It is unbelievable. So I wouldn't want any needle to come near me and try to know your food source as well, my friends. Grow your own food. Try to stay away from anything manufactured, anything processed that does not look like it came from God, stay away from it. And who knows, they might just even spray fruits and vegetables.
God only knows. But nano dust, like I was saying earlier, this is so far beyond a, a chip in, in a grain. Even though a guy pulled out a little tiny chip, it looked like when you dive deep into this topic, they just have they have nano dust. Let's read hydrogel biosensor implantable nanotech to be used in COVID vaccines. Question mark. An implantable hydrogel biosensor made via DARPA Gates funded Silicon Valley company appears to be slated to be used in the upcoming COVID vaccines. U.S. Department of Defense, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation have partnered with Profusa, a Silicon Valley company to develop a piece of nanotechnology made out of hydrogel. It's wicked. And oh, by the way, with Lieber, his company, it was hilarious. It was funded by DARPA, Air Force, just the whole military tech industrial system. It's a weapon against you, my friends. But what I want to do for people, I was like, oh, there's a conspiracy theorist. This will never happen. You know, I just want to round out with just some things where I saw years ago. I was just like, this is beyond creepy. So I'm going to play some things that the truthers have seen, maybe some things as well that you haven't, that this is just an ongoing playbook by the Luciferian scumbags that run this world. So we should not be surprised. And this lady that talks here, she just screams evil to me. She was in charge of DARPA, then went to Google, then went to Facebook. All these, these tech firms where they're just rumored to have government money. I mean, good night. This is an enslavement system. A cell phone, you're in your cell. You think about the words that they use, the, the great web, even though it's been used to spread the gospel, it's a web. You're stuck in it. This is built to enslave us. The key is that we just have to save souls. If you're not saved, get saved. And if, again, if you've taken this vaccine, the good news is I think the process to complete it is you have not worshiped the image. But boy, they could potentially program you and it's Daniel's fourth beast rising. I would get on your hands and knees and pray that whatever they jacked you up with, that God destroys it with his power. Pray that it's eliminated. And I heard one scientist say the reason why they got to jack you with this graphene oxide or whatever they're jacking with you with periodically is they need to keep the system bonded. I found that fascinating, his theory. And granted, I'm just quoting him. Otherwise, if they had to just do one and done, they wouldn't have to continuously jack you. And another theory is they, they want to jack you more and more to then kill you for depopulation and sterilization is another uh, aspect of why they need to jack you more than just once. Maybe the truth is in the middle. Who knows? But let's listen to this creepy Google executive with the technology. And this is years. Oh, I think this is 2016. Let's roll it. Regina Dugan is her name, former director of DARPA, executive at Google. And then she went to Facebook or Meta. Creepy. Well, we're thinking of a whole variety of options for how you could do better at authentication. So you can start with nearer term things like uh, tokens or fobs that might have NFC or Bluetooth embedded in them. But you can also think about a means of authentication that you could simply wear on your skin every day for a week at a time, say an electronic tattoo. Now, we're talking about wearables. Everybody's interested in wearables. I'm profoundly interested in wearables. 
And what I, what I will tell you is that there Where are some, that? we've made a lot of advances in wearables, but there's still some fundamental problems that we haven't solved. Like one of them is the mechanical mismatch between humans and electronics, right? So electronics are boxy and rigid, humans are curvy and soft. That's a mechanical mismatch problem. Well, now Liber, who was arrested, solved this issue with his technology, flat out solved it. That's what I was reading. He solved with his technology that could go in you to be round, different shapes. I mean, it was absolutely wild. And I want you to listen to this lady, how she actually turns an enslavement technology into a superhero. You can just hear the marketing speak, you know, as a marketing executive, that's just what I would do for a living. I'd turn negatives into positives. Hey, if this, and I was never in the drug industry, but I'll, I'll never forget reading this white paper when I was early in my marketing career, they actually spent billions and billions of dollars on this medication that I suppose he did a good job to actually stop the symptoms. None, most medication does not cure anything. It just stops symptoms. But they were gonna they were gonna actually trash it because it made people fall asleep. It was sleepy. And a marketing executive said, Well, let's have dual purpose. It's a great sleep agent as well. And it just became one of the most successful pills of all time. So he took a negative and he turned it into a positive. Let's listen to this freak show. A researcher at the University of Illinois, his name is Dr. Rogers, what he discovered is that he could use standard CMOS techniques to make islands of high-performance silicon connected by accordion-like structures that would allow it to stretch up to 200% and still be performing. And what he did is he founded a company and they started making electronic tattoos. So I, I'm wearing one here on my arm. We, do we have here. a camera to get a... This is a, develop, this is a developmental system made by MC10, and it has uh, an antenna and some sensors embedded in it. And what we plan to do is work with them to advance a tattoo that could be used for authentication. Now, it may be true that 10 to 20-year-olds don't want to wear a watch on their wrist, but you can be sure that they'll be far more interested in wearing an electronic tattoo, if only to piss off their parents. Right? And that can have a design, right? Because sure. they would certainly want some kind of cool design. Options, right? options. And that's something that you wear, but you could also imagine including authentication in just your daily habits. So I take a vitamin every morning. What if I could take vitamin authentication? What? Vitamin authentication. Look, I have one right here. Well, here, I'll let you hold it. Hmm. Would you like to hold it? I'll hold it. Okay. Forced to take vitamins so, or, or this, medication. You guys see it? This pill Pfizer CEO has said a the same small thing. chip inside of it with a switch. It also has what amounts to an inside-out potato battery. When you swallow it, the acids in your stomach serve as the electrolyte. That's what they do. And they power it up, and the switch goes on and off. And it creates an 18-bit ECG-like signal in your body, and essentially your entire body becomes your authentication token. Yes, this is true. Okay. okay Sounds like but, from hell. Okay, so wait. So it's, uh, it's really true. So what this means is that that becomes my first superpower. I really want this superpower. Superpower. It means that my arms are like wires. My hands are like alligator clips. When I touch my phone, my computer, my door, my car, I'm authenticated in. First superpower. Like, I want that. So, so we're not shipping that right away. Yeah, no. <laughs> we're not shipping that right but, away. But it but sounds is it, like... Is it, this is FDA cleared? So here's the thing. This... 
This is not science fiction. This pill is actually made by a company called Proteus, and they've developed it for medical applications. That pill has been CE stamped and cleared by the FDA. You can take 30 of those per day for the rest of your life. It's a nightmare. And then what happens? Does your heart Nothing. beat change? Does your <laughs> we can just tell that you've you taken the pill. I mean, the medical application. Yeah. The medical application. Does Google now know everything I do and everywhere I go? Because let's face it. It's creepy, my friends. Here's another article. DARPA displays human implant microchip that can detect viruses posted just recently. And I can just see people wanting technology like this because they're so afraid of COVID-19 or some sort of bioweapon. God hates fear. You're supposed to fear him, love him with all your heart. Bible's just coming true right, right before our eyes. And I'm going to credit Dean O'Dell. He has um, Mark of the Beast on his website. You can go to deanodell.com. And <laughs> I remember watching these things. And this is just hilarious with uh, Joe Biden. Let's listen to him because this is a playbook right? This is a playbook that they've been planning for ever. Old Joe talking to somebody that, um, I think this is maybe a Supreme Court justice where he's talking about people being chipped and marked. Our constitutional journey did not stop then and it must not stop now, Judge. And we'll be faced with equally consequential decisions in the 21st century. Can a microscopic tag be implanted in a person's body to track his every movement. There's actual discussion about that. You we just proved they're doing it. Who will rule on that? Mark my words before your tenure is over. Can brain scans be used to determine whether a person is inclined toward criminality or violent behavior? You will. Klaus Schwab in his book said that's the fourth industrial revolution. Rule on that. And Judge, I need to know whether you will be a justice who believes that the constitutional journey must continue to speak to these consequential decisions or that we've gone far enough in protecting against government intrusion into our autonomy, into the most personal decisions we make. Judge, that's why this is a critical moment. There are elected officials in this government, such as Mr. DeLay, a fine, honorable, patriotic man and others, who have been unsuccessful at implementing their agenda in the elected branches, so they've now poured their energies, as the left would if it were different, they've now poured their energies and resources into trying to change the court's view of the Constitution. And now they have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Pretty crazy. Kind of wild seeing Joe able to talk. So other propaganda, and I got to tell you, when I had my child, I was so afraid. I just read an article. I was an evacious reader with multiple magazines about how somebody stole a baby at the hospital and it just kept me up at night and i told my wife i'm like hey make sure you know where our son is at all times it wasn't fair to her because she needed her sleep didn't need to worry her but there's some articles here about technology of implanting and microchipping babies at the hospital so they don't get lost and they'll have the microchip forever i honestly wonder if this technology was available before I was a Christian, if I would have allowed it, because I was so fearful of somebody taking my baby from reading a couple articles. And I can't remember how many people it happened in the United States. The percentages were super low, but it was just sensationalized. And I knew that, but I got caught up in the fear. So here are a couple articles, Scotsman News, babies be fitted with microchips under new plans. This was something that they were trying to propose. And then this halo technology 
infant protection system. They actually show a baby getting um, chipped in the forehead. <laughs> you cannot make this stuff up. It's a playbook. It's a plan. Uh, again, compliments to Dean O'Dell. I did not see this ever, but it's talking about how they've been wanting to microchip us for years with this gentleman who was involved in this technology. And my point of showing this is this is a satanic agenda to get you chipped all the way back to the 80s. And then I'm going to play what I played before with the gentleman being interviewed from with Alex Jones that was hanging out with the Rockefellers and was trying to be recruited to the CFR by the Rockefellers. And he was told to play it up 911 and how that's a scam. It's all a big psyop. And ultimately, they want to chip you. And if you're not a good controlled zombie, then take your bank account. And so at the end of the day, compliance of cashless, compliance of getting vaccinated, compliance on all of this is just pure enslavement. It's pure enslavement. And again, the bad news is, if you've taken this vaccine, in my personal opinion, is your temple of God has been defiled. Your DNA has been changed. We had an article in Forbes magazine that said, yes, your DNA has been changed, but it's for, for good. And it's just a little bit. And then they scrubbed it. As the days of Noah, so shall it be today. Check out the podcast I did, Government Workers in the Shed, A Dream the Lord Gave Me. And again, the last podcast I did, I talked about how I've just had so many dreams come true just in a personal life. That's why I decided to be a watchman and start this ministry. And really, this is a depopulation agenda, sterilization agenda. I mean, it's just, it's just wicked and ultimately transhumanism. And what is fearful is the technology to put you in a hive mind is so far advanced. We have no idea. So what you need to do is get on your hands and knees and pray that God wipes out this wicked, wicked technology, because I don't think it's the complete mark of the beast. I think it's the beast tech, because you're not sitting there and worshiping the image. You're not worshiping the image, but it sure is nefarious. And I think you need to repent of what you did with fear driving this decision. It's time to rely on the Lord for manna, my friends, for manna. And if, if you've been vaccinated and you're thinking about doing it with your kids, that's a sacrifice to Moloch, period. Flat out sacrifice to Moloch. But let's let's play. This is a little bit long, but this is just fascinating. This guy's testimony. It's so deep and detailed. I don't think this is a psyop. This seems real to me. Let's roll it. And the, the, the reason why I'm playing this again is this is an agenda by who he calls the four horsemen. That pill, if you want to call it that, intelligent pill, at the time was already small enough by then to implant under the skin with a horse needle, a large hypodermic needle. And I was shown these and they worked. And we could read them with a primitive hand wand type reader from about seven or eight feet away. And this was still primitive technology. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now at the time in the security industry, a lot of us had a lot of concerns about tracking and locating people that had been kidnapped, particularly what was going on in Europe at the time, where we were having NATO officers, even the Prime Minister of Italy, kidnapped. And these people were drained, or they were brutalized, or both. And one of the goals of the industry was to develop technology that would allow us to track these people or locate them quickly, hopefully to save their lives, but on a secondary basis to keep them from being drained of sensitive information. And I brought this technology to a meeting in a skiff room in... So I got to tell you, when I heard this story, I was told the story. I thought it was so sensational. I didn't believe it. 
but now I do, where this guy was telling me that he was hired by some heavy hitters to go and drain FBI agents of data. And I'm like, are you on the good side or bad side? And he just smirked, but he said he would actually be hired and he'd get paid like 700 grand to interrogate and drain people. And I'm like, did you use four? He's like, I used anything possible. And to me, looking back on this, I think it was just the, this hidden hand, this wicked government, these Luciferians, you know, and he probably went after a white hat FBI agent. I think at the time I was thinking, was this a corrupt FBI agent that you're trying to get the information from? No, it was an FBI agent that was getting close to the whole network of how the government runs the drugs and other organized crime, I bet. So you don't know who's good or bad oftentimes, but I, I got to tell you, there are a lot of white hats in government. But you know, I decided to play this because it's just interesting, the stories that you hear that at the time you think are sensational. And it was funny, he was kind of complaining to me because his girlfriend broke up with him after he told her that story. I was like, you know, I don't think a girl, and he, I guess he was going to marry her. And so I'm like, I don't think a girl wants to hear that she's on the verge of marrying somebody that just is a psychopath. And I think I was aggressive and bold with that information. He didn't like that too much. Let's roll it. Virginia. It was arranged by a friend of mine with the CIA and another friend of mine with the State Department at the time to introduce this technology to what we felt at the time were the right parties to use this new technology responsibly. Now, I hadn't heard about the remnant or any other religious beliefs at the time that said that everybody was going to be implanted with some sort of marking system, uh, Law of the Beast or 666. I, didn't, I wasn't even aware of that stuff at the time. And I was taking this as a serious solution to a potentially problematic, a problem that would not go away. And it was interesting, we met in this room, and because of the tight meetings we were involved with, certain people would not introduce their, give you their full name or where they came from. I just had to trust that my two contacts had contacted the right parties to be there at the right time and that they would all be responsible individuals. There was a mistake. After that meeting, I discovered that two of the people in the meeting had never been asked there, yet they knew about the meeting. They knew what it was about. They knew who was going to be there. <laughs> and later research indicated that one of them actually worked for the Department of Agriculture and one of them worked for the Department of the Treasury. I don't know if you heard what he just said. People showed up to a meeting and knew everything that was going on. They were actually looking at his emails. And this reminded me of a story. And this isn't firsthand, but I remember hearing somebody's testimony on a podcast that was working on free energy devices using HHO technology. And then he quoted somebody else that basically was using some sort of magnetism um, engine. And I looked up the engine where people took in a circular ball and put magnets together and there was a generator that was flat out working off of magnets. And the example was they just started getting harassed off of their communication. They're like, somebody was, somebody was flat out in their computer system. And one of them, um, the HHO guy, ended up getting killed in a suspect way. It was just fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. What prompted our looking at these two men was that the way they asked the questions, the questions they asked, the attitude behind them, even the body language, indicated that they had reasons for the use of this technology other than the one that was intended at the meeting. 
And in fact, their largest concern was how fast could we make a couple billion of them? <laughs> and could we each give each one of those a unique identity number? Now, this particular pill-shaped device, very minute, had a lot of flexibility in its capabilities. It was basically just a almost a transponder. You would send a frequency to it, and it would respond back with its unique number. 5G? Which not, could not be changed once the chip was made. Yet there were a lot of capabilities that could be added to this chip, such as monitoring temperature, blood pressure, pulse, and even waveforms out of the brain. Healthcare system. And, but that was for research down the road. What was amusing to me a few months ago on a website uh, that uh, likes to cre uh, collect articles on the unusual is that a lady out east had a chip removed from her body in uh, 1999. They had it blown up on the website. And it was a slight modification of this chip from Denver with some of its enhancements. And it was put in her, she believes, in the, either 1980 or 1981. What was amusing about this was that this gentleman never had to worry about money again. And he quietly passed on a lot of this technology to somebody we never knew. And this concerned my contacts in Washington because it never went anywhere with them. Somebody else took it and ran with it, and we never knew who it was. Now, in 1984, I found another technology by just sniffing the web, sniffing the, the, the literature of our industry and a dozen other industries, and I found that there was a professor at the University of New South Wales, who, where I still have the files on, that had discovered a way to make a microscopic lithium niobate chip. And by accident, he had scratched it, and he had a um, RF transmitter there, and he had a receiver on by sheer chance, and he found that on a uh, certain frequency, he could send an energy beam to the chip, and it would respond back with a number. He worked on that technology, and that technology, eventually, I found out about. We flew him in to Denver to our company. System Group of Colorado, and we did a test. He had some primitive small chips he brought with him. They're totally passive and very small, a 32nd of an inch, and only a couple thousandths thick. And by etching them, you could, again, create a unique signature, unique to each one. And this one, theoretically, could, depending on the size of it and the size of the etching, could have a unique number in the billions and billions. In fact, the uh, test we did was amusing in that we <clears throat> set up a transmitter and a receiver based on removing a air grill from our drop ceiling and plugging up our transceiver into that as our antenna. And we were able to read that thing glued to a little piece of, ply of uh, cardboard from 100 feet away with a piece of grill out of a drop ceiling. And you think 5G technology, how it can actually see in three-dimensional spaces, that podcast that we did to the cell tower kill somebody, we went into 5G a little bit deeper. They'll have you marked, my friends, in buildings. Ceiling, which is a, a pretty primitive antenna. 
because we didn't know what frequency he was dealing with, so we had to come up with some kind of instant generic antenna. We were so impressed with the capabilities of this. It would read through thin layers of material, like thin plywood. And we were so impressed that, again, I felt that this was a technology that truly had some value. Because we also discovered in some testing that papers, the papers work he had with him, that if we had a microscopic coil antenna with this, that we could read this from a mile away. And his later on analysis, a few weeks later, he got back to me and said that if we had an antenna, a coil antenna two inches in diameter with a chip in the middle, and that the, what the antenna is actually doing is acting as an amplifier to a great extent. And that what sends back out is a harmonic of the original frequency. That his numbers crunching showed that he could read this thing from 120 kilometers in space. And that there were other attributes of this chip that could be tied into it. Crazy. Especially if it was powered in some minute way. And give it a lot more kickapoo juice. Well, again, I took this and a lot more care this time to a meeting that we had in Virginia at a subcontractor's company that I knew that does a lot of work for the Intel community. This time I had the director of the of security for all of State Department there, and again, a good friend from CIA. Again, we had, at the last minute, people walk in the door with the right credentials, who we didn't know who they were exactly. It turns out, again, we had people, two this time again, who we, after the meeting, we realized shouldn't have been there. And yet they had credentials that were awesome. Because it turns out afterwards I found out they had never been called by my two contacts. <laughs> yet they knew about our phone calls. They knew of exactly what time, what place, and what we were going to be talking about. And supposedly my phone calls were made over secure phone lines. What concerned me more about this particular event was that I have in my records again the name at the time of the head of security at State Department. And I got to know him well because I designed the security system, at least a major portion of it, for Main State or the headquarters in Foggy Bottom in D.C. And so he and I knew each other very well. And that one of the things that Bob wanted to do was before he retired, he wanted to have his family, particularly his two boys in high school, experience what it was like to live off out of the country. So he actually gave himself the job. He demoted himself to head of security for East Africa. And he, they, he and his family, shortly after this event, this meeting, moved to Kenya, to Nairobi. And he and I quietly kept in touch through our other contact in Washington. And kept probing who these two men were. We were having a devil of a time finding who they were, who they really were. Because what bothered me was that the professor all of a sudden got a giant grant. The technology was transferred. He never had to work again the rest of his life. And a friend of mine in San Francisco, who I had quietly told about this technology, because he was involved with other aspects of national security and tracking people, he got a project to do a physical security system access control, cameras, intrusion monitoring, everything that works for a little company in Silicon Valley. And he said it was eerie to him, but what they were making there looked 
eerily like what I described to him. He built the security system in this modern fab, building billions of these little chips. He wound up, a year later, being asked if he'd want to buy the security system back. They were shutting the factory down after they'd made billions and billions of these little chips. And it was a division of a rather major European electronics firm that had the plant. Siemens. And what concerned me was that they had built these chips, and who knows what happened to them. And they built them in the billions in volume, because they're so small that you can take a six-inch wafer and make hundreds of thousands of them on a wafer. And they disappeared somewhere. But in the process, what concerned me more was Bob did not give up trying to find out who these guys were and who they worked for, what their agendas were. He and I had had long talks now by mid-80s about what was really going on in government, who was controlling what, what concerns he had. Because he had come to the realization there were a lot of things going on that weren't right. And he had supposedly made some contacts to find out more of what was going on. And he had contacted our mutual friend at CIA, another long-term contractor, been involved since World War II, in the very founding of the CIA, who got in touch with me and said, Bob's got something hot, and he's back in the country again on business. We're going to get a meeting. A few days later, Bob was on his way to work just after dropping the two boys off at a private high school, I believe, in Nairobi. He was on the way to the embassy, and he was broadsided at a stoplight at 60 miles an hour by a reinforced Land Rover. Hmm. He was killed instantly. The Brit that supposedly was drunk at 6 in the morning, 7 in the morning, was taken to the hospital and immediately disappears. And all the evidence he had given in the way of documentation was proven to be phony as to who he was, and Bob was killed. And it was a hit. And it's always concerned me today that he had gotten a little too close to who had been involved with this implantable chip technology we'd been trying to for a couple of years then, quietly trying to find out who had been doing it without our government realizing it was going on. Because whoever it is has got total ability to penetrate anytime, anywhere, our government and locate what is going on instantly. Who do you think they are? It's interesting. Research since the early 80s on my own and with some friends indicates that we have at least four power groups in the world. They have wealth beyond all imagination. They have advanced technologies. They have taken over various programs, particularly black programs, within our government and probably even the Russian government and the Chinese. Their politics to them, as we know it, is not the same. And they have agendas totally unlike what our governments, we perceive our government's agendas really are. And that they are able to track unbelievably what's going on around them. At, at, at a minute level. And who these people are, we are, my friends and I have given them names, but they, they have no relevance uh, to what they recall themselves. We just simply call them the four horsemen. And that these horsemen work together in, at times and they work against each other at times. There's an ongoing battle between them at a low level to who's going to be top dog in the world. The one commonality to all four appears to be an absolute desire for control of everything and everything. And that uh, they, some of them have different 
basis for this from the point of view of it, each one has their own philosophy. And that core root philosophy guides them, supposedly, in their actions. And we believe that this is what was causing a lot of strange things to happen in Nevada that we were experiencing, and, it, and in a, on a strange way, correlates also with what happened with these implantable chip technologies that I personally brought, now I look at it, to the wrong people in the government. Pretty wild. So he literally had two different occasions, strange people show up to his meeting and talks about how these groups are trying to have a one world government, basically to bring on the apocalypse, calling them the four horsemen, this whole microchip technology. And what I personally think what he was peddling is so dated that now with nanotech, with smart dust, but you can just see this goal this goal to control and chip everyone. It's the same playbook, my friends. And then here's just another proof point with Aaron Russo. I, I showed a smaller portion of this video again on one of my podcasts, but let's just play because I want to show the conspiracy to enslave you for those of you that are not awake. Uh, the ultimate goal that these people have in mind is the goal to um, create a one world government run by the banking industry, run by the bankers, where, and, and they're doing it in sections. The, the European currency, the euro, and, and the European constitution is one part of it. Now they're trying to do it in America with the North American Union, right? And they want to create a new currency called the Amero, right? Didn't happen. And uh, the, whole, the, the whole agenda is to create a one world government where everybody has an, R, an RFID chip implanted in them, all money is to be um, in those chips, right? There'll be no more cash. And this is getting me straight from Rockefeller himself. This is what they want to accomplish. And all money will be in your chips. And so, any, so not, instead of having cash, anytime you have money in your, in, your, in your chip, they can take out whatever they want to take out whenever they want to. If they say you owe us this much money in taxes, they just deduct it out of your chip digitally. Total control. Total control. And if you that, that is the vaccine passport and the central bank digital wallet. That's what they're doing. That's what they're trying to do. And they vaccinated you under sorcery. They're building the tech, my friends. Rebuke it. Like me or you, and you're protesting what they're doing, they can just turn off your chip. Yep. And you have nothing. You can't buy food. You can't do anything. It's total control of the people. And that chip's connected to a database that has your purchasing records, what you do. What everything. You everything is in there, you know. And so they, they want a one-world government controlled by them, everybody being chipped, all your money in those chips, and they control the chips, and they control people. And you become a slave. You become a serf to these people. That's their goal. That's their intentions. Eric, can you be specific about when you met Rockefeller, how it happened in these discussions? I met Rockefeller through a female attorney I knew who called me up one day and said, uh, one of the Rockefellers would like to meet you. I had made a video called Mad as Hell, and uh, he'd seen the video and wanted to meet me and knew I was running for governor of Nevada. Because he's a player. Sure, I'd love to meet him. He's a player. And I met him, and I, I liked him, and uh, uh, he was a very, very smart man. And uh, we used to talk and share ideas and thoughts. And um, he's the one who told me uh, 11 months before 9-11 ever happened that there was going to be an event 
never told me what the event was going to be. But there was going to be an event. And out of that event, uh, we were going to invade Afghanistan to run uh, pipelines from the Caspian Sea. We were going to invade Iraq, you know, to take over the oil fields, establish a base in the Middle East, and make it all part of the New World Order. And we'd go after Chavez in Venezuela. False flag. And uh, sure enough, later 9-11 happened. And I remember he was telling me how, <laughs> how you're going to see soldiers looking in caves for people in, in uh, Afghanistan and Pakistan and all these places. And, it's, and there's going to be this war on terror, Hoodwink. which is no real enemy. And the whole thing is a giant hoax, you know, but it's a way for the government to take over the American people. He told you it was going to be a hoax. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no National Defense Authorization Act scam, Smith Munt Act repealed, so the newspapers can actually lie to you. I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on. Off of a false flag. Criminal. Put the blood of Jesus on all this evil. Question. She says, there's going to be war in terror. And he's laughing. There's no, <laughs> who are we fighting? I mean, why do you think 9-11 happened and then nothing's happened since then? Do you think that our security is so great here that these people who pulled off 9-11 who were able to, can't knock down another plane? Come on, it's ridiculous. 9-11 was done by people in our own government and our own banking system to perpetuate the fear of the American people into subordinating themselves to anything the government wants them to do. That's what it's about, and to create this, war, this endless war on terror. And that's why we, and that was the first lie. And the next lie was going into Iraq, you know, uh, to uh, get Saddam Hussein out with his weapons of mass destruction. That was the next lie. Now, now specifically, this was a little over six years ago? This was... 11 uh, months before 9-11. Yeah. And Nick Rockefeller, he's a lawyer, he is, he, he's become your friend over the previous years. And he's saying to you that there's going to be this big event, and then out of that we're going to have a war on terror, and it's just going to go on and on. Right. An endless war on terror without, without any real enemy. That you can never, so you can never define a winner. And, and uh, did he say that it's going to be perfect because you can't define an enemy? It just goes yeah, on and on? Yeah, because you can't define a winner. There's no one who's on to beat, so it goes on and on forever. Sounds like Vietnam. And they can do whatever they want. They scare the hell out of the American public. Look, this whole war on terror is a fraud. It's a farce. It's very difficult to say it out loud because people are intimidated against saying it. Because if you say it, they want to make you into a nutcase. Let's but, the truth, but the truth has to be, the truth has to come out. That's why I'm doing this interview. The fact of the matter happens to be that the whole war on terror is a fraud. It's a farce. Yeah, there's a war going on in Iraq because we invaded Iraq. And people over there fighting, you know. But the war on terror, that's a joke, you know. And until we discover what really happened on 9-11... And who was responsible for 9-11? Because that's where the war on terror emanates from. That's where it comes from. It was 9-11 that allowed this war on terror to begin. And until we get to the bottom root of 9-11, the truth of 9-11, we'll never know about the war on terror. Aaron, you said that he was, and I think it's important, and I know this about the Rockefellers, from Dr. Dennis Cuddy and many others, who literally, you'll be 20 years old in a lunch line at college, and no, was David Rockefeller. And he hears here. I mean, they're experts at recruiting and getting what they call players. And that clearly he was. I mean, I want to make it specific and just get you to reiterate what you said last night uh, about you were. You got thirty percent of the vote. You were 
having an effect. You 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 made mad as hell. They knew that you'd started the Constitutional Party. Yeah. They knew that you were uh, somebody who was taking action and getting things done. You've already made some big films, had a lot of other successes. Right. So they were trying to recruit you, and, and, and didn't it come down to the point of... Fascinating. So let's summarize. I mean, two videos that really just show this nefarious plan by these wicked... I think they're probably central bank owners, titans. You know, some people call them the Illuminati. Maybe you have some of the uh, elite there with the royals. Who knows? At the end of the day, they want to enslave you. I liked what the, I think it was a Dutch banker came out and was a bit of a whistleblower. He said 8,000 people run the world and they wanted him to join a Satan coven and sacrifice a baby. You can check that video out. I think it's been censored a little bit on YouTube, but not that many people run everything. But this all plays out right in the Bible and, and they worship the dragon. I think the dragon is going to be Satan coming up this fallen angel and they worship the dragon which gave power unto the beast and they worship the beast saying unto who is unto who is like unto the beast and who is able to make war with him and there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies and the power was given unto him to continue 40 and two months we have to watch for the abomination of desolation for the man of perdition that's a key marker when this happens then the whole take the the mark is going to be coming out big time and then the worship of the image so that has not happened that is the good news of the worshiping part but the rest is nefarious my friends it's nefarious you don't want to be programmed you don't want to have somebody know your thoughts and you don't want to be tracked with a chip and you don't want to live your life in fear and you don't want the word sorcery to haunt you that's in the bible that means pharmakia and he opened his mouth and blasphemy against God and blasphemed his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given on him to make war with the saints and overcome them. I hate that verse. We're the saints. Christians are saints. Don't think we're not saints, though it's not talking about saints from the Catholic Church. And power was given to him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. So it's going to be total global domination. That's why presidents that are fighting this vaccine are ending up getting killed mysteriously dying mysteriously and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life and the lamb slain for the foundation of the world. So obviously you don't want to worship him. If any man have an ear to hear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth the sword shall be killed with the sword. This is for those people that just want to start shooting up. And I think we've got a right to defend ourselves, which is an interesting passage. Here is the patience again patience when you look at it and go a little bit deeper with that it's persecution troubled times here's the patience of the the faith of the saints leaning on christ and i beheld another beast coming out out of the earth and he had two horns like a lamb and he spake as the dragon and he exercised all power of the first beast before him and he causeth the earth and them which dwell there and to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed and doth great wonders so that he make a fire come down from heaven and earth in the sight of men. I think this is going to be some sort of UFO tech, Space Force deception, Project Blue Beam. Who knows? Let's bring this home, my friends. Again, there appears to be a worship portion of this, but this is wicked. This is wicked, wicked technology. This is beast tech technology. And the programming patents that are there, that are old, remote, viewing into your head, planting memories, taking memories. It's wicked. It's documented in the Bible. And I saw the thrones, 
they that said I'm in the judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and the word of God, which had not worshiped the beast, neither his image. So there's a worship the beast, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. So that's what you've got to lean. You got to overcome to the end. You're not getting raptured out of here before this time, my friends, nor should you want to. Revelation 19, 20, and the beast was taken and with him, the false prophet that wrought the miracles before him, which deceived them that had received the mark of the beast and then that worshiped his image, continue the word worship. These both were cast in a lake of burning, of fire burning with brimstone. These were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone. So at the end of the day, I think it's beast tech. I think it can program you. It can track you with a number. But I have not seen the man of perdition announce himself, and I have not seen people having to worship this image yet. But it is nefarious. It's an abomination. It defiles the temple of God that is holy, that is you. I wouldn't take it for a billion dollars, but there's a reason they've got to vaccinate you continuously. You know, anything that the mainstream news says they don't want you to take, try it try to break the bonds of this nanotech and see if you can get rid of it. So that's the good news. I don't think this is the mark of the beast, but I do think it is. It could be an early death sentence, defiling the temple of God, and could make you suspect to actually hear the Holy Ghost if they're, if they're jacking into your head with this hive mind easier, turning you into a computer system. It's abomination, my friends. It's an abomination. So pray, pray Jesus destroys this technology. And I think he can. I have heard stories where people could not find, I think L.A. Marzulli told the story where he was praying over this woman that had some sort of microchip in her and they couldn't find it and they prayed over it and then it popped up. You know, stories like that, I think should give you hope. So get on your hands and knees and pray to God. Give yourself to Christ if you're not saved. This is wicked, wicked, wicked technology. God bless.